0: Hello everyone, a very quick one from me. This podcast would not be possible without our amazing podcast partners. Because you listen to the show, you are able to get your hands-on exclusive savings on both VinCherry and Sourcebreaker. They're award-winning products, and if you are a growing recruitment business, then you have to check out VinCherry, who are a all-in-one recruitment operating system for your growing recruitment company. With Sourcebreaker, if you truly want to equip your teams with the best possible tools to stand out and beat the competition, you have to look at Sourcebreaker. Use the link in the show notes to get a demo booked in, check out these products, and get your hands on those exclusive savings. This is another Golden Nugget episode trying something new here where we are going to bring you some of the best golden nuggets from the 300 plus conversations we've had with high performing recruiters and successful recruitment entrepreneurs. This is the episode where you can dive straight into the value. It's going to be a short, sharp dose of uh, just great content and great learning. So enjoy it and please do let me know what you think of the Golden Nugget episodes. If you're enjoying them, if you have a favourite one, let me know. As a as a culture, as a business, like what are some of the principles and fundamentals that you've probably really sort of worked hard on getting right now yeah. that can really help that person go from like zero to being competent as quickly as possible, yeah. or getting to that first milestone or doing their deal more quickly, like mm-hmm. what, what are the principles on getting that right?
1: Yeah, so if I break that down, the initial part would be that onboarding piece. Yeah. So it's something that we spent a lot of time looking at, reviewing, doing feedback surveys on, tweaking, getting right. I think it all starts with making sure that the hiring process and that talent acquisition piece is intrinsically linked to mm-hmm. the onboarding and the LD piece. So in my case, that's easy because I manage both of those. Those functions but it means that actually we are setting clear expectations and agreeing when you're on speaking things.
0: to people like joining the company when we're yeah. interviewing
1: them so it starts yeah. before someone's even joining got the it. business so i think you've got to get that bit right first and make sure that you're giving a really honest transparent account of this is Eames, this is what we're great at these are the challenges if you were to join this is the role mm this is how that manager operates. This is how we use things like KPIs. If you were to join the business, we use something called What Good Looks Like, which sets out very clear billing expectations for everybody at every level in the business. Mm-hmm. So we can provide that to people before they've even started and say, look, are you up for this? Because mm. this will be the expectation. No, I'm glad you brought that up
0: because we can go into what you've learned and spend a lot of time on. But if you're not bringing the right people in that environment from the first place, mm. then you're setting yourself up to fail or it's just going to be way more difficult. So yeah. I'm glad you made that point. Okay, so let's say we've got the right person then. Got the right person. What do we have to get right? Or like, what are the fundamentals? I think
1: making sure you put enough time and planning into the onboarding and induction. And what we have is two sort of very different approaches to onboarding depending on the profile of individual we bring in. Okay. So we have the AC pod, an academy, whatever you want to call it, we call it the AC pod. So there is a structured process for onboarding and induction for those guys. The way that we train them, develop them, measure um, set expectations, measure performance,
0: How long is that period?
1: Um, the AC pod lasts between four to six months
0: oh wow really yeah okay so the
1: initial pod is very intense for the first sort of two but then you're in AC pod in various different phases right up until the point you get promoted to a consultant mm. so for some people that could be sort of well, actually more like five months some people it could be eight or, nine. eight or nine yeah
0: and like so like what goes on in that period mm. like I'm just I'm just really interested yeah. in like what what goes on in that period
1: yeah so the AC pod is structured around our core training modules okay so we break that down into working with candidates job management and business development broadly okay. um, and in the first two weeks we, we hire in sort of um, we train in three-week periods so the first two weeks really full-on training yeah. every hour is scheduled out sounds really intense but you're never sort of squirreled away in a training room for hours and hours on end we mix it up different environments we go to different we works different offices different people involved in facilitating and delivering training so I could be doing some my L&D Team, the managers and directors get really involved in delivering training firsthand as well. Um, so you're in doing learning theory, you're doing uh, having opportunities to put it into practice, doing things like role plays, which are a lot of fun. You know, I get them to put me through my paces as well to see if I've still got it. And then you get the opportunity to obviously put it into practice on desk. Yeah. It's so when
0: do they go on desk?
1: Day three. Day three. So okay. Day three. So what we're trying to find is a balance. Mm. And this is a really, I was actually interviewing someone last night and talking. about it. It's really hard balance to get sometimes between wanting to make sure that juniors have enough confidence, credibility, they know enough to have a valuable conversation with a candidate, not waste a candidate's time, be able to represent our brand effectively. But at the same time, you don't want to keep them off the phone so long that it kind of builds up into this massive thing and it's like, oh shit, we're going to go on the phones next week. It's like, guys, it's just a phone call. We've done a role play a hundred times. So yeah, we just need to find that balance. And from looking at the data, which we try and do as much as possible we know that people perform better by the end of month 1 if they're on the phone by day 3
0: that's interesting yeah
1: so in what terms do you think of, that
0: is then? because
1: I think because that is the, the right balance. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's important. And with the training, again, we changed it up because I'm proud of where we are now, but it's definitely been a journey to get to where it is. Initially, we were giving them too much information too much and theory. asking them to do too much on that first call. And now we've scaled it back. And it's like, actually, in day three, you're doing more what we would call candidate regen calls. So people who are on our database, we've maybe lost contact with for a while, and they're getting in touch and saying, you know, I'd like to find out if you're open to a new opportunity at the moment, We've got your details on our system, we're not spoken for a while, you know, having that level of conversation. They're not pitching them a job for yeah, a Yeah, making the stakes less higher. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just used to picking up the phone, speaking to candidates, getting things like, you know, I'm not, I'm not able to speak right now or, you know, why are you calling me? Take my details off your system, you know, or yes, great, really keen. So it's just putting them through those different real life scenarios and not leaving it too long, but not expecting them to do too much on that day three because they still don't know very yeah, much.
0: Yeah, that's a really-